welcome to episode 94 of the Retro Encounter RPG Fans Off-Topic Podcast. I'm your host for today, Peter Treisenberg. I have Fury on the boards. Uh, to, joining me today is the podcast pimp. Oh, okay. You're referring to Excellent. me. All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm my Mike Solosi. I'm Monsoon on the boards. And it's true, I am a bit of a RPG fan podcast evangelist, or what he said. Sure. He's is come coming up behind our, our new staff members at the hotel in Z three and being like You're you're making the good word of retro encounter. Okay, you're making that sound much creepier than what actually happened, I should say for the listeners. We've already had our travel plans to Japan banned because we've promoted child murder and things. That's and you true. wanna now sell Mike as a pimp. The the, the the Nipponichi people were very nice to us, despite that. Yes, they, 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 like maybe they hadn't heard the podcast yet, but um, the a lot of the Japanese staff at E3 were very nice to us, and they, I I haven't I haven't got anything in the mail about a travel ban yet, but I mean whatever, maybe the podcast just hasn't been big enough yet. And those sultry tones you were hearing earlier belong to Alana Higgs. Hello, I like how I'm sultry all the time. Oh, I'm diving falcons on the board. I do like sultry. I'm liking this little tag that Peter has graciously attached to me. It's a much better adjective than podcast pimp. I mean, I was thinking of saying I'm podcast slut, but you know, <laughs> I, do, I do just like to, I just leave them alone for about three months and then I'm like, oh, I'll be on six. It's mm. fine. It comes, it comes in waves. It does. And for me, it just never what stops. A, yes. What an adult pocket. Yes, Mike's podcast prowess puts us all to shame. Any, but anyway, the the subject for today's episode is Pokemon. We're coming, we're coming back to that to that age old Nintendo franchise. Um, here, we you could call this episode Pokemon Green Shield version, I suppose. If you're really <laughs> willing to go that far? Uh, I think I like that actually. Yeah, sure, Green Shield version. We'll go with that. We can. I'm sure that some rival side of ours will be able to come up with their their version that's that's a million times better and has a different le- cover legendary. But um, and we we did have um some Pokemon episodes a while ago. I guess uh, uh when were those? Were that was that uh, last January? I think. Yeah, yeah, I right, right at, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, right. It was um right at the end of the year, end of 2016, beginning of 2017. And, um, oh no! I mean, like beginning of two thousand and sixteen. Oh, oh right. Oh man, I'm just I'm just losing track of the years now. That's a problem. But yeah, but <laughs> so we so I guess over a year ago we had some uh, Pokemon episodes, and we were each playing different versions, and it was a sometimes confusing discussion because we were very much in the past and present of it. But now we're very much going to live in the past for this episode, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes, our plan. Our, so what we're going to what we're going to do, dear listeners, is we're going to go through each generation of Pokemon, just talk about talk about its history, let Pokemon get introduced, what what we like about the about it, what and and what we dislike about them. We are then going to choose our favorite and least favorite out of each of these gens, and then at the end we will be holding a vote because we know you guys like hearing us vote and argue about things on this show. True. Mm-hmm. So, um, without further ado then, starting us off, we have the very first generation of Pokemon, going all the way back to the Kanto region. Uh, this one, this one's probably, I mean, I hesitate to say that if there is a de facto fan favorite, but uh, the first generation of Pokemon definitely has um, 
a certain appeal to it. Being the, the one that started it all. Yeah, and um, it's the one I have the most nostalgia for and probably the one that I've played the most. And it, uh, I mean, when it landed in the 90s, it was, uh, I, uh, I played it right when it came out. I was part of that initial wave of hype. I was, uh, I think, probably 12 or 13 years old. I played, I remember playing Pokemon in middle school homeroom with a lot, with several of my friends. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it, I think it holds up as one of the best Game Boy games, probably the best RPG on the Game Boy, and uh, a lot of the initial Pokemon ideas and uh, desi- and the designs of the original 151 are really timeless. Yeah, the original the, the original Pokemon designs are are iconic. I'd say like, it, when mm-hmm. you think of the when you think Pokemon, I think um, for most people you you would get you get Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, the original three starters. You get Char- Charizard and Blastoise. You think get Pikachu, who's wound to become the series' mascot. Yeah, the first, it, yeah. literally the first six Pokemon I would think of are the three starters: Pikachu, Mewtwo, and Snorlax. Those are like the like the Pokemon patient zeros for me. <laughs> good choices, good choices. <laughs> yep. So, um, did you guys also start with the original Red and Blue? Because I know I'm 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 significantly older than both of you. So. <laughs> um. I'm rubbing into myself, if anybody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I started off with yellow, so I missed red and blue initially. I think we had them, and my brother played one of them instead, or both of them. But I I went with yellow to start off with, because, you know, he's shiny. At the time, I loved Pikachu. He was really cute. I watched the TV show before I got into the games, and Pokemon Yellow is the first RPG I played as I've probably previously mentioned, and I recently rebought it for the 3DS because they did the virtual console re-release, so as a nice little shot of nostalgia, yeah, I bought and Yellow because you can, you why can not? Even, you can even trade between 3DS versions of that. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. I used to get really annoyed because I didn't really have any other friends that were into Pokemon, and we didn't have a, we didn't have enough money for a Link cable, so we could buy all the games, but we would never get the Link cable because I just didn't know anybody. Um, I loved Pokemon. It kind of took over my life a little bit. I don't remember red and blue and yellow as fondly as everybody else, but I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I suppose, like you've said, some of the most iconic Pokemon designs, because they're so simple. So uh, something we'll probably come back to later on is that a lot of the Pokemon nowadays are based off of strange things, and these are all just basic animals, and that's both a criticism and a well, okay. I it has it has Porygon yeah, and uh, and Magnemite yeah. and Executor, so it's not ex- it's not exactly completely non silly. And uh, I oh. mean, I mean, it, it's I mean, their later generations did have oh, what, what's something silly from a later one? The the, the ice cream, Vanillox. Yeah, yeah, the ice cream Pokemon and uh... yeah, Vanillox is amazing though. <laughs> I will fight but... everybody. Yeah, but I, I I basically agree. I think the I think if you were looking at all of the different generations, the first generation has the most iconic set, and a lot of my f- all time favorites are in there. My, like like Snorlax is probably my favorite Pokemon ever. But uh, <laughs> but it's a uh, it, it does a lot of cool things, and I, and um I think even though its story or okay every Pokemon story is pretty simplistic, 
But I still think that, and I mentioned this in the Pokemon podcast over a year ago, but I think that the rival in Red Blue is the best Pokemon villain because you he just is, yeah. you just want to punch him in the face. Yes, that is you every it's, step yeah. of the way as well. I think there's nothing more souring and like bitter than getting to the end of the Pokemon League and thinking I'm the champion, and then your rival standing there like, I beat it before you come and fight me, and it's he's like, always oh. one step ahead of you. He he's is such a jerk. He's uh, he can yep. be he can be a challenging boss fight if you're not prepared for him. Yeah, um, really good team. I think yeah. he does have a really good balanced team, and in general, I think most of the originals, not challenging, but like there are definitely some spikes in there. Um, yes, I agree. in terms of the end, the elite four is definitely tough in this game mm-hmm. if you're not prepared. I mean, Victory Road is, have... is not an easy dungeon to navigate Ooh, if you're not ready for it. No, either. no, and definitely it, not. And and because like, this like people sometimes think of Pokemon as, like, sort of baby's first RPG, but the, the original yeah. Red Blue had some mofos in, for dungeons. For real. Yeah. Like, like the, uh, uh, shoot, the, 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 the Seaside Cave where Articuno is and Victory Road are both some just blo- uh, block-pushing, you know, hole-jumping <laughs> nightmares. And, yeah. uh, and it, it, I, I remember legit getting stuck in dungeons, even though I had played several RPGs by then, in, in, uh, the first time I played Pokemon Red, Red. So, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, and, uh, in, and we should, we mentioned this at the last podcast as well, but Pokemon is shockingly deep, mechanically, for an RPG, even though it has, even though it's, you know, popular with children. Because there's, you're managing, like, what, 15 or 16 different types and uh, there and all kinds of different stats and huge move pools. It's it's not the simplest of RPG mechanics. Now I will say for for Gen for Gen One, um, being the first one is that mechanically they do have a lot of kinks to sort out. Yeah. Um, so story wise, is probably like the purest. Like, this is the quintessential Pokemon experience. You know, you're just the small town kid uh, who gets to leave his house and he get gets a. You get your starter Pokemon, you go to fight the badges. It's a template that they've used again and again, but this is, you know, it did it first and, and arguably did it best. But um, mechanically speaking, like Pokemon, you look at, you just look at like the list of glitches that are in Gen 1. <laughs> right. Like, just, oh, beautiful. Not even counting the stuff everyone knows about, like missing no, but just like, just really weird stuff like Glitch City and like, uh, and like the fact that like you only had four stats, the sidekicks were completely overpowered. Oh, yes, yeah. So, yeah th- there was uh, um, there were no ghost attacks to work on psychics because the only one did uh, did set damage, and uh, and and it so basically there was no nothing strong against psychics and several things weak against psychics. So like yeah. like Alakazam and Executor are two of the best Pokemon in the game just because they have powerful psychic attacks. Yeah. And instead of capping out um, stat stat boosts and stat reductions, would eventually roll over. So if you um, so you could um, max max yourself too high and accidentally end up with with reduced stats and vice versa. Oh, and then um, there's but, and, uh, hmm. just a quick correctional thing. There's five stats, not four. Peter, you probably forgot uh, HP. What? I did forget HP. Yeah, I wasn't counting HP. I meant that you had <laughs> but, special but no, ones. But no, you're you're right. It was it was a really rudimentary version of the Pokemon formula that would continue to evolve later. They, yeah, add, they, they I had, think they added special defense as a stat in gold. I think. Yeah, and, and evasiveness wasn't a thing yet either. I I I no, I didn't get my start with um 
with uh, red with red and blue or yellow. Um, I was into the cartoon um, at the time um, and watched the, the first movie. Um, and I would play Pokemon with my friends, just the card game. But um, we were never. Um, I don't think I, I didn't actually play the games until Gen, own the games until Gen three. But it was around Generation two that I kind of started like really getting into the series. Um, so do we want to move on to talk about Johto a bit? Oh yeah, this was. Um, I haven't played the gold, silver, gold or silver as much as I have red or blue, but it just felt like exactly what I wanted. Following red and blue, it came out I think two years later. It uh, it was new Pokemon, new quest, new new everything. But then it also had the original world that I, that had me fall in love with Pokemon in there. Like the second quest in the Johto games is maybe I think the defining new feature. <laughs> It's the best post game in the whole series, still. Yeah. Uh, no. Mm, I. No. I, I, I think I think there's one post game that's a little better, but we can talk about that when we cross. We'll the, have that. We'll have we'll the discussion. Have this. In terms of like, not just like significance to the player, like you're coming back to this and you know returning to a world you've already visited in an RPG, like that just doesn't happen a lot, you know. Like I feel like I'm thinking back to like Dragon Quest two and revisiting the the the, the, the world from the first game. That, that's right. Dragon Quest Three. Dragon Quest Three. Oh, yeah, in, in, Dra- in Dragon Quest Two, you start out in the same world and go to new continents, but in Dragon Quest Three, you start out in a different world and then return to the world of Dragon Quest One. Interesting. Okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you hit, you hit, you press my Dragon Quest button. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's, 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 it's why, why we keep you around. We need to but but for 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 real though, like Generation Two is just in terms of just what it did for the series. Um, I think it's the kind of sequel that every game should get, where it adds it adds enough balance fixes and tweaks and new additions to not just for the sake of doing them. Like they add ghost, go uh, dark and steel types were introduced in this version, and both yeah. both of them both yeah. of them are are anti psychic. <laughs> Yeah, both of them are anti-psychic. <laughs> um, and they, they nerf a ghost a little bit, too, thanks to Dark-type. Um, and they, they gave ghost attacks besides Nightshade, so that it could actually, you know, they, like, so ghost attacks would actually work, work on other ghosts and psychics, which is, it's, it, all of the fixes they made were smart and fun, and the, the, the return to Kanto bit is awesome. I, there's... Mm. Especially, especially since it's not exactly the same world state either. Like, uh, like Koga's daughter is the is the gym leader in Fuchsia, and uh, and Blue is the gym leader in Viridian. And then there's the uh, the showdown with Red on the top of the mountain. Oh, that's got to go down as one of the best one on ones ever. I oh, think, yeah. and one of the definitely the peak of Pokemon's difficulty in that's terms of series. A hard fight. That is insanely hard, even in the remake. It's insane. I think yeah. the coolest thing about going back to Kanto is, but yeah, the kind of it is familiar, but it also isn't. Like another thing is that Cinnabar Island is destroyed. Like there's nothing right. there. <laughs> the gym leader there and Blaine, he is just standing there on a walking stick, and you just have to fight him in the open. And it's quite <laughs> crazy. And I think I, I think in the remake he relocated to um, Seafoam Caverns. Um, yes, he did. Used to be, but. Yeah, the yeah. bombed out ruins of, of Cinnabar Island. There, yeah. There's just there it, also, a... it also introduced the uh, Pokemon Day Night Cycle, which became a major feature yeah. of every yeah, game onwards. Which, which is and, and it's and um sorry to interrupt you, man, but uh, yeah. 
the, the one thing that's annoying about this is that if you have an old copy of gold or silver, if the batteries died within the cartridge, then it'll be stuck because there's there's an internal clock in each of them. Oh, and yeah. It, 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 but if the battery dies, then you'll be stuck at a one at one time of day, uh, for the rest of for the rest of the playthrough. And if you like erase your save file and start over, and you ch you you choose the what time it is at the uh, at the beginning, like you do for every new game, it'll be stuck at that time. But the the, huh. the re but the remake and later games would just use the uh, the DS or 3DS's internal clock to determine mm -hmm. the. Uh, yeah, time, which was a which was a which was a very very good fix, but that's that's one bummer about old cartridges of gold, silver, and crystal. Yeah, and we are getting, we are getting gold and silver on the original versions on the 3DS eShop soon, so that'll be um that'll oh, be cool. way to get the originals and get them. I would yeah. I would consider playing those. I I have Pokemon Red on my uh, on my 3DS, and yeah. of course I replayed it, and of course I had that you know the nostalgia shot to the uh, to my neuro to my uh, neurotransmitters, and that was great. I'm a little bummed that we're not that crystal isn't wasn't isn't coming though. That was that was disappointing to me. But yeah, not that of a surprise because most people say that crystal is probably the best example of both games. I didn't actually play crystal. I skipped it. I think I got my run and like Pierre, I think silver was where I really started to pay attention and I have some really fond memories. I remember picking up like my battery hadn't died at this point, but I remember picking up my cartridge from. I must have been 15 or 16, so I put my silver cartridge in and saw that I still had my old team, and I don't think I can ever replicate the feeling of seeing my big fur alligator still <laughs> at, like, level 70, like, 10 years later. I'm just uh, like, oh. But I think Gen 2 probably has my favourite set of starters, controversially. I like oh, all three almost equally, I would say. I love... I've got a thing for crocodiles. Like, if you stick a crocodile in a Pokemon game, then it's probably going to be my favourite, and later on, Crocodile is, like, the best thing ever. Oh, yeah, that, he's the scary-looking... Uh, is he, like, ground-fighting or ground-dark? Ground-dark, right? yeah, in oh, Gen man. 5. I love him. He's so cool, and I Sal really like what Sal they do with... from Gen 7. <laughs> oh, Salandite is amazing! Oh, I'm, yeah, not, I'm, not, I'm not really familiar with a lot of the Gen 7 Pokemon. So, I, I, uh, so hmm, I'll have to Google that. Salandite is a... What is it? It's, isn't it Poison? Yeah, it's Poison Fire. Poison Fire? Yeah, I think so. Or and you think of the it, evolution, and, yeah. And only the female evolves. And yeah. the females have a really rare spawn rate. Oh, oh weird. Yeah. I spent my life trying to catch her. Oh, wow. The, the evolved one is... is something beautiful isn't it <laughs> it's like they gave a, a crocodile person like hips <laughs> it's beautiful but yeah i i think it's also got my favorite legendary in the series in the form of lugir and i like hoa as well mm, yeah. i think they're a nice duology and the, the big as, birds are really are really cool legendary yeah lugir is i think this comes from watching the film the pokemon 2000 that's a good love. That is a good movie, and I really like that. Um, Silver and um, say Silver was the real Pokemon game that I really stuck my teeth into. It had some really cool features. It, I think, it's had the second smallest number of Pokemon. I think Gen Seven's just trumped that possibly. But um, because it was only it was only a, I know it was only a hundred in Gold Silver, but I don't oh, yeah. I don't I don't know what all of the specific numbers are. I think Gen Six only introduced sixty new Pokemon. Oh, weird. Sure. Six or seven. I thought six had quite a few. I I I don't know. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I think yeah, seven had sure. about seventy, sixty maybe. But yeah, it wasn't a lot at all. But um, I liked all the little strange things they do. So you've already brought up the day and night cycle on that. Of course, brought 
Espeon and Umbreon, which are two really cool Eevee I love evolutions. Well, I, I love the evolutions in Espeon. general. Espeon's Espeon. my favorite Pokemon. I have a plush toy looking at me right now. Oh, <laughs> no. Espeon's my second favorite evolution after Vaporeon, so... Vaporeon. Yeah. But my, um, my favorite evolution is Vaporeon as well, but they they are all hey. cool, and it's a really fun concept in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, the only, there's the only EVs. one. There's only one that I don't really like, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and it also, even though it's completely useless, they bought Unknown, which is a really cool idea. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of ticked off my collectability brain, but it's just a useless Pokemon, so we'll yeah. just leave it. It's such a waste of potential. But um, and- I think. I didn't, didn't they also introduce the concept of breeding and baby Pokemon and eggs? Yes, yeah, they did. That so as well. Was... So yeah. we got we got Togepi, which um, again is another character from the anime, <laughs> um, and uh, Tyrogue and a few others. Yeah, Tyrogue was cool. Yeah. My I, baby Pokemon are strange. They bought Pichu. I don't. Um, I don't love. I, I don't love friendship evolution because that always that always just uh, struck me as taking too long. But uh, yeah. but I, I like the concept of it. It's just I just hated leveling up for uh, Pokemon for friendship. I ended up it, it, it was a pain in the rear doing that in my uh, in mm-hmm. in a uh, in later later Pokemon games for like Golbat or um, no, no I'm sorry the, the the final what's the final bat Crobat, Crobat, Crobat. yeah sorry yeah like Crobat. Cro, like Crobat and Lapunny and a bunch of others and Espeon and Umbreon. But um, the changes that Gold and Silver made are awesome. Maybe the most important of all, adding the special defense stat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Crobat is worth the effort all the time. Yeah. Espeon and Umbreon definitely are. Gen 2 is interesting as well because the the rival in Gen 2 actually has a bit of a a character arc to him um, that that Blue didn't have in Gen 1. Yeah, Um, they do try to experiment with characters a little bit more, don't they? Because there's some a little bit to Claire as well, who is the last gym leader, if I remember correctly. And mm, yeah, yeah, she's exactly. she's a, like a Lance's senpai or sister or something. And when yeah. you uh, and and at the end of it, um, the the rival has gone from being this kind of total jerk who only believes in power to um to um someone who's trying to learn how to how to work with his Pokemon as a team. And to show this, um, if you do that um that final battle with him, um, where you te- you have to team up with him against Claire and Lance. Um, he has yeah. a uh, which he, it, to show that he he got he was able to form a bond with his Pokemon. His Golbat evolved into Crobat. Oh, oh that's so good! I remember that. A little oh, bit. That, of, that's a sneaky bit of communication there, huh? Yeah, there's a little bit of, sto- of storytelling there using the mechanics, and that's just something that's just something I like. Yeah. For, I, I, I mean, this is mostly a fan theory, but the the uh, red and blue did that as well, where um, blue or Gary or whatever you want to call him has eradicate or a Rattata then eradicate oh, for for, for oh, most yeah. yeah for most of the game, and then when you fight him in the uh, in the in the tower where uh, of uh, in in, uh, in what is it Lavender Town. Yeah, where, yeah. Which is like the Pokemon yeah. Cemetery. He doesn't have the eradicate anymore. So something. Uh, I mean. This is again yeah. mostly a fan theory, but something happened to his Raticate that had it die, which is a little dark and weird. But it's 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 there in the game. It's it's subtext, not text. Gen, Gen two, it, it for me exists in this kind of interesting period of the Pokemon franchise where it's still kind of at the nadir of its popularity. It's um a lot of the Gen two Pokemon, while they're not maybe quite as I as memorable as Gen ones, they're still like. The series had enough cultural relevance that um, 
they're still just as iconic, like Pokemon, like Marl, like um, like Togepi. Mm, I, would, I would say I would say uh, um, Tyranitar yeah. is a big one for me. Tyranitar yeah. is a big staple for the series. Those are the first yeah. three movies are pretty good. I, li- I like I just like collecting all of the dragons from like sort of like the big <laughs> like the big um you know uh, three stage evolution mon- end game monsters. In yeah, Pokemon, like the like, super tier ones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like the Dragonites and the Tyranitars and the Salamences. I always love how there's one or two of those in every generation, and I always try to I always try to train them. Yeah, I think I think two more things that the gen introduced that I just remembered are is they introduced the apricot berries and the berry system. Right? Oh, and they sure. also introduced the different types of balls you could get, which you made with the berries, I believe, or the um, things you got. I, yeah. You was, used was to it... take them back to one of the, the cities. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. corns. That's right. Yeah, so you, oh man, that's where the quick ball, the heart ball, uh, things like that started coming in. There were some new ones brought in in Gen three, but yeah. Um, I I have a soft spot for Ampharos because it's a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a yeah, it's a bald sheep. Yeah, it's my favorite electric type Pokemon. I, I wonder if I wonder if uh, if Mareep is a uh, a reference to do androids dream of electric sheep because you do have oh, an electric sheep in the game. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. That's one of my favorite evolution lines. I really, I think Gen 7, Gen 7, Gen 2 has got a really solid lineup. I think I agree that they're not as memorable because there's less of them. And there are a few more duds in this gen as well. Like, I love Mantine, but it's not a great Pokemon, I suppose. (laughs) Right. And Gligar is okay, but I really like its design. And Pseudo Wudo, I hate Pseudo Wudo though, so... But it's a cool idea. It's a goofy looking thing. Pseudo. Yeah. But one thing that everyone will, and I think we might maybe move on after this. I don't know. But one thing that everybody remembers from Gen 2, all their childhood nightmares come from the pink cow that is Miltank. Yeah, that's right. What, with, with that, that early, the, the normal gym had that, oh, uh, Whitney. it was the girl that had a Miltank with rollout that oh. would just, that would just wreck you if you weren't ready for her. Yeah, you want to talk about difficulty spikes in, in video games aimed at children? Whitney's Miltank, like, crushed dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went and got You her. really, you really have to have something that resists rock just to just to absorb the roll the last couple of hits of rollout. Otherwise, she will kill you. Yeah. I feel like I went and got a Haunter if you could get one at that point, or I think I had a Stantler. Rollout roll had... will still rollout will still damage it because that's a rock attack, not a normal attack. Oh well, shit! I, thought, I could have sworn rollout was still a normal move. Oh, I thought I, I thought it'd be. I thought it was rock. Am I misremembering? I think it's more the fact that Miltank is a super sturdy, like it's kind of a tank, and it um and that attack does more damage every time it hits. Yeah, it, it like it, I think she attacks with it four or five times in a row, and each time it deals, deals double damage of the previous strike. Yeah, that sounds right to me. I'm looking it up. And uh, but no, it, it was, is a rock move. Oops. Yeah, I thought it was, but and oh, well. um and they yeah. also uh. But speaking of like moves changing types, they all, they did that a little bit in Gen Two to just to you know preserve the flavor a little bit. Like they had Wing Attack and Gust stop being normal and be and switch to flying, and they gave um yeah. they gave more fighting type moves to fighting Pokemon, like, <laughs> because like in the old game I think there was there was relatively few fighting moves, but they, and, and all of them just used like like uh oh you know like like super punch and uh karate chop which were normal moves so they they, they really just fleshed out the move sets and restored type balance a little bit in in the second generation in a way that i maybe appreciate more now as an adult but is definitely noticeable 
Mm-hmm. Um, after after Generation Two, um, there would be a bit of a break um, in the series um, where we move away from the, the connectivity of the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and we move on to Nintendo's new handheld, the Game Boy Advance. Um, from here, uh, the third generation would be introduced, uh, Ruby and Sapphire, um, and the region of Hoenn. Um, this this generation, I find, is a little contentious. Um, I, <laughs> for for me speak personally, um, this was Sapphire version was the first game in the series I actually owned, and um, so I have very fond memories of this title. Um, but I believe for a lot of Pokemon fans, this is kind of when the series starts to, when you, the repetition starts to set in, if that makes sense. Too much sense. water, 75. What was that? Sorry. Too much water, 75. <laughs> oh, yeah, jeez. We were think... talking about that before the show, yeah. Game Freak <laughs> is so salty about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shows up in the Gen 7 games. <laughs> there is a lot of water in that game. There's like three water-related T- uh, HMs that you need. Because yeah. they, they they move the number of HMs from I I from I think six to eight from uh, Gen yeah. two to Gen three, and there's it's just yeah. I I don't I don't know it's just like a lot of the things that uh, Ruby and Sapphire did it's it's not one of my more favorite generations. Um, I would probably rank it definitely in the back three. I'm not exactly sure where and right now, but it <laughs> uh, I I don't know like I I didn't love the starters uh, even though Torchic is adorable. And uh Blaziken is best final starter. Yeah, Blaziken Blaziken's a mofo and he's and he's he, and he started the run of firefighting uh <laughs> of firefighting oh, yeah. starters for three in a row and he's still the best I, one. I, yeah, I always feel really bad telling people that Torchic is my favorite evolutionary line because everyone's like, Yeah, but that started a trend and I'm like, Yeah, but it's the best one. It's not a pig <laughs> and it's not a monkey. It's a fighting chicken. Like and also, also, it continued the trend of uh, every fire starter is uh, an animal in the Chinese zodiac. It did. Yeah. Um, well, it didn't really start that trend, but it, it continued that trend, which is a, a, a I think, a fun trend. What's <laughs> the more obvious one out of the salamander lizard and? Yeah, the... no, no, it's a, it's dragon, then rat, then uh, That's it. then then rooster, then monkey, then boar, then uh, Ooh, then, then, I, I, then I guess boar. dog. <laughs> Well, whatever, but it's, uh, I, I think it's, um, I, 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 I think that this selection of Pokemon and Ruby Sapphire and some annoying parts about the world, like the abundance of HMs, like, I'm, I'm glad that Tropius was introduced in that generation, because that thing, <laughs> that thing can use, like, five different yeah. HMs. Yes, and Tropius was my HM horse, yeah. oh, definitely. He's, he was I my mean, HM bitch, too. Mm-hmm. What is, well, you know, what's better than flying around on a tree? I love Tropius. Yeah, flying on a dinosaur plant. I yeah, think. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, I think I agree. I I put the I probably put the most time into Gen Three. It was the generation where my other friends really started getting into it, and I used to take my Game Boy Advance to school, and we'd play Pokemon under the desk and stuff like that, and we'd fight, and it was a competition to see whose Blaziken would get to 100 first. <laughs> this was the first Pokemon game where I got a Pokemon to 100 as well, so I have quite a nice memory of that. But um, I thought I really liked this generation. It's got my favorite gym leader in it. Not gym leader, a uh, champion, which Steven. is a bit surprising. I love Steven Stone and his little obsession with shiny rocks. I mean, <laughs> what else do you want from a man? Um, He's a- 
he's a cool character, and they do a good job of building up um, the confrontation to him as well. He's a champion who interacts with you throughout the game. Yeah, so I... I just grew really attached to it. I love the water setting. And I like this is one Pokemon game that runs away with its theme. And we don't really see it again until, strangely enough. And, oh, no, not even Gen... I was going to say Gen 7 with its water base. But actually, Gen 6 has got a really solid theme going for it as well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, But, um, yeah. Um, but when I... I think I realized this when I bought the remake for the 3DS... I remember, I have only put 40 hours into it. I've only finished it and done Rayquaza, and that's it. And there's something missing, and I can't quite put my finger on it. I mean, actually, I, this is... Go for it. I would... I Yeah, so Omega, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, the Gen 6 remakes of the Gen 3 games... I yeah I don't know what it is about them. I, I think they're good, and I think but they're fun, but there's something... They feel like fan games to me yeah that i think it's a weird like they take all the all the improvements and balance stuff and everything that gen 6 introduced but they kind of almost make the game too easy yeah it's like, something that they should, should they have lo- should they have loaded it with a maybe an end game challenge to make it a bit uh a more challenge like even if the main game is easy should, you think they should have added something to the end to, to give you know the challenge hound something? Yeah, it, it, yeah. something like that. But even then, like I, I remember, like I mean, because I went back and played um, I played some of the older games after that, and like I was spending like uh, I was like this is a, a this, I mean it's not like punishingly difficult, but like there's more of a challenge than there was in in Oris, and I, I I beat Oris the first time in like under 15 hours, and I was like, mm. yeah, that's kind of underwhelming. Yeah. And yeah. Well, uh, you know, speaking of remakes, staying in in Gen three, that did give us the Fire Red Leaf Green remakes, which yeah, I th- which I great. think are really are really it good. It did. Mm-hmm. They're really solid. Yeah, really good. Yeah. I think those are um, the best versions of the Gen one games. If you're gonna yeah. play them, check them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it takes all the glitches and stuff. Um, I, I, Gen three. Leaf yeah. Green is one of, is maybe the version I've put the. I think I've, I think it's the it's the one I've played the second or third most. I played I put so much time into Leaf Green. My my Pokedex was only missing six or seven Pokemon by the end I think. And uh, uh, and I, I really like the design the design of the female main in uh in Leaf Green with she's got a she's got a cool little hat and a cool little bag. Yeah, that's cute. That was cute. Yeah. yeah. This is the first one, the first gen, other than Crystal. Crystal did this as well. Our you can pick between a male and a female protagonist as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, I mean, Crystal was the first one, but this is the uh, yeah. Gen Three was the first one that had it, you know, right in the base game for everyone. Even though I think, yeah. I th- even though I think the main trainers in Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald are kind of dumb looking. <laughs> yeah, I, and like, then... I like base design. I, 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 I'm not into it. I like I, it. I don't like, I don't like Brendan's design at all. But I, but I, I, so I, I, I as female every time in, in Gen Three. Yeah, but. me too. I mean, I never pick the male anyway. I always, I always pick the ones whose clo- I think who I think has the better clothes. So, which is, uh, um, it's n- n- not always, not always the man. Which it, it depends. Yeah, Gen Three is a is a polarizing entry, and it did it did introduce a few things that would um, go on in the series. Like, um, uh, Team Rocket is no longer in the picture. The new villains this time are are different depending on which version you play. You have a Team Aqua or Team Magma. Um, and they each have their own apocalyptic 
vaguely nonsensical goals. <laughs> I'm gonna drown the world, or I'm gonna drought the world to death. Like, really? And why did either of them think that was a good guys. idea? Why did either of them think that was a good idea? Come on. Team Sexy Pirates, though, so, you know. And they have their little, like, they have their little, like, come-to-Jesus moment at the end, where they're just like, what have I done? And I'm just like, what did you expect to happen? Oh, <laughs> yeah, for real. I think my favorite addition to butt in a little bit to Gen 3 and something they do not bring back enough. They actually don't think they've actually brought it back apart from the remake is secret bases. Mm. Like, yeah, why are you not bringing them back every time? Like, the amount of time I spent decking out my secret base so that characters would go along floor paths, spin around, go on musical notes, go into a trap, and then fight me. It's like. Oh, I loved it, and I love that they brought it back for the remake. I'm so glad, and that you could do it over the internet. But why have they not brought it back? Why? Why is it not in Gen... Why is it not going to be in Gen, you know, Gen 7? Why is it not in Gen 8? Why? 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 There is no, there's not a good answer for that. There is no good answer for that. It's generation-specific. The nearest the, the series gets to it again is in 4, um, which we'll go into. And I actually, but I, maybe I didn't mention this to you. We'll, we'll talk about 4 in a second. I... Gen 3 was the generation I basically skipped. I, uh, I I didn't play them as they came out, but when I got back into Pokemon during college, which we'll talk about in the Gen 4 segment, I guess, I uh, I got Leaf Green and put a lot of time into that and uh, and and used that to most mostly to upload Pokemon to my Diamond file. And then I and then I also bought Emerald just to just to play that generation. And I just ran through Emerald a couple times again to upload Pokemon to my Diamond file. <laughs> So I don't, yeah. I don't. So I don't have a lot of uh, nostalgia for Gen Three, even though I have a very, very long, detailed uh, Leaf Green file. <laughs> so many water Pokemon. Yeah. Geez. I don't remember. I don't remember too many of the Pokemon from Gen Three. Actually, I always. I remember. I like. I liked. Like, I, liked uh, I had a Wall Rain that I used for a lot of Water Ice stuff and for, oh, and, for and for Water HMs. I liked that guy. I, yeah, I liked Wall Rain and. I like, like Wall Rain. I like Whale Lord because um, yeah, Pokemon yeah, Wild yes. In yes. Pokemon and his character model like is bigger than like a city. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love Whale Lord. Yeah, Whale Lord, Wolverine, uh, Milotic, although perhaps not as powerful as well, Gyarados. Uh, I love her. It's one of the most annoying Pokemon to obtain in the history of the series. Oh, it's only in this gen, you have to fish on one specific tile, and this changes every time. No, thank you. Yeah, and you have to, like, you have to catch the Feebas that way, and then upgrade it in Pokemon contests to make sure it's as pretty as possible, Ma which is yeah. difficult because Feebas has, 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 has like, an, um, uh, like, a low beauty stat or something. I don't know. It's so annoying. I never, I never got a Milotic. It's one of the six or seven I'm missing in that Leaf Green file. Oh, but it did introduce my favorite psychic Pokemon of all time, which is a uh, God of War. So, oh, oh hmm. yes, I'm a big fan of God of War. God of War <laughs> and Blaziken are two that I take away with me, and also, um, yeah, Warren. There are some solid ones there, I, but a lot mm, of it's forgettable. So, uh, yeah, again, on. again, it's, gonna... it's not one of my favorite generations for Pokemon <laughs> or for or for story, because I or no. for uh, or for trainer design. It's I'm I'm just not into this generation. It's one of my it's one of my two least favorite. I'm I'm waffling between it and one other for my least favorite generation. I yeah, think I think Gen three is some interesting mythology. Like I like Rayquaza and the legendaries, but yeah, it's yeah. I can see why. I I know I really enjoy it. It's I can see why it's. Yeah, I have soured on it over the years, but so I have fun with it. 
So let's talk about a good generation, guys. Gen four. You're gonna you're gonna go with this being the good one, huh? I, really? I I like Gen four a lot. It was um. I, you know, I think I misspoke earlier. I think Gen 4 was coming out, and a bunch of my friends were planning on getting it. So th- I bought Leaf Green before buying Diamond, and then played through Leaf Green, and then played through Diamond right when it came out. Because I played the hell out of Pokemon Diamond. I It has my favorite collection of starters. I think Piplup, Turgtwig, and Chimchar are adorable. They are so cute. And say, and have interesting uh, final versions of it, like Water Steel, Grass Ground, and Firefighting are all at least interesting. And um, uh, I think the story is weak. Like I think that I don't think that Dialga or Palkia or uh, Giratina are that interesting. But it did so many, it did so many cool things and introduced online trading and online communication, which is like defines the Pokemon series now. I think. Yeah, I mean. It did move the series forward a lot in that regard with yeah. the added uh, the Wi-Fi capabilities of the Nintendo DS. It's it's not my favorite generation, but it's the one that brought me back into Pokemon, and it's I think my longest huh. in terms of hours save file is either my is my my single longest one is Diamond, but I think I have because I've played Red and Blue so many times, maybe first generation I've had more hours in than than fourth generation, but that Diamond file is I'm very proud of it. It's uh I and I spent so much time playing diamond that i have a lot of affection for gen 4 <laughs> i think i don't like the starters in this gen i'm really oh, i'm I so lo- i love all I, three of them i'm, I'm sorry I, Mike, but i have to back up alana on this one i the I'm, only one i like is piplop i'm Come salty on. because penguins are my favorite animals and piplop to empoleon is probably the worst water starter in the whole series it's just a not very good tank. And I'm like, uh hmm. but I will give Turtwig and the Torterra line a bit of a nod. That was the that one might I, be one of my favorites actually. I had a uh, I had a cursed Tortwig. Which I'm Ooh. sorry, a, 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 a cursed Torterra, which was was Virus. basically basically a uh, an adaptation of like my Snorlax build that I used in in red, blue, gold, silver that I like beat both of those games with. So uh, it was a. I, I had a lot of fun, and el- also the very first Pokemon I ca- I caught in uh, in Diamond was a, was a Starly, and it was it was adamant nature, so it had a high it had high attack power, and that cool. became my only level one hundred Pokemon. It was in my party forever after after the, it being the first one I caught. Staraptor was a good Pokemon. I love Staraptor. So so like th- I. I, I love the... It's my favorite early game bird, my favorite group of starters. I, I won't defend the legendaries. I don't think they're that interesting in this generation. <laughs> but, um... I, for me, just just coming in for... I, I, didn't, I, I did not play Gen 4 upon release. Um, that, I was... Go, I, was, I, was, I was, I think, entering, entering high school around the time and going through my grumpy teen angsty Pokemon is <laughs> for, for me for me that was we gen three not... for me that was yeah. gen three <laughs> this is, so I think I think and so so take take what take what I say within that context but I really just looking back on it I, I like I like Piplup I think Piplup's cute I think there are some good Pokemon that I introduced and some iconic mm-hmm. Pokemon like Lucario and Garchomp that would go on to become serious oh. yeah I, I gotta get the dragon every time so of course I had a Garchomp Garchomp was awesome. But then I'm looking at... I, I think what one thing I really don't like about Gen 4 is its penchant for introducing um, uh, weird third evolutions or second evolutions to the Gen 1 Pokemon. 
Oh, oh right, yeah. Things like, and they, things they, like Wiki Wiki, Rhyperior, um, Electivire, I just, I hate uh, Tangrowth is another one. Yeah, what um, was the Yan Mega one called? I think, I thought, I oh, think it was Yan Mega. Yeah, yeah from yeah, Yan Mega, Tangrowth, Like, they're all bad. And they yeah, also, so they also, in the other direction, they also introduced some new babies. Like I think I think Magby and Elekid and uh, and Munchlax were all introduced in that generation. Yeah, and well. they're okay. They're okay. Just Munchlax. I like, like Leafeon and Glaceon, even mm. if they're my, they're probably my low lower on the end of my uh, evolution spectrum. Oh, I like Glaceon. I like, I like no, Ice I like types though. I like them both. They're just not Espeon and Umbreon. They uh, one they did add one uh, late evolution. To an earlier Pokemon that's actually one of my favorite in the, gen the generation, uh, Mamoswine, the ground yeah. ice I, woolly mammoth. That's an evolution yeah. of the of a Gen two Pokemon. I oh, you, I, I you like Mamoswine a lot. <laughs> what? I like Mamoswine. Okay. But that's maybe the only one of that of that group of late evolutions that I do like. Oh, Gligar! Yeah. I, I forgot Gligar got an evolution that you that Gliscor. you used. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a weird looking yeah, thing. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. It, and there was Ambipom as well, Apom's evolution. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I Gen Four collectively has some of my least favorite um, designs. I said Ampharos was my favorite electric, but then I just remembered Luxray is pretty high up on that list as Luxray's well. Cool. Like Luxray is cool. One thing that yeah. I think is very important that Gen Four did was separating attacks into special or physical. Very definitely because, was because needed. Because in, in the first three generations an attack's type would be all special or all physical. Like, for example, um, water, ice, fire, grass were always special attacks. And um, while normal fighting, rock, ground were always physical attacks. But in Gen 4, they had physical special be separate from type, So, which helped a lot of Pokemon that maybe had stats betraying type. Like, uh, oh, I don't know... Um, a Gyarados is a water Pokemon with really high attack and low special, which is not great uh, for wa for water attacks. But in but in Gen Four, Gyarados got a huge boost in power because now he had physical water attacks to work with, and <laughs> uh, and um and like a lot of small changes like that to the uh, to the Pokemon formula. I think we're very positive in in Gen Four. I think the most important of all is uh, is importing from the GBA games and and online play. Uh, but, that was a really cool idea. But but the the separation of physical and special, I think, is also really important for Gen Four. No, I, Gen... I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Was Gen Four the generation where, say, if you had like Fire Red and you put it in the bottom, you would get like Magby, Growlithe come out in the wild. Yep. But if you had Leaf Green, yeah, I really liked that. I thought that was a really neat idea. There was and a... the other. This is this is a side note. There's only two Pokemon in Gen 3 that you could not catch in Diamond Pearl. And I had to, I actually had to seek out friends and borrow their copies and j just huh. to trade, and then trade to my Leaf Green file and then upload from Leaf Green to Diamond for those. It was really annoying, because I, I had my own copy mm. of Emerald that I bought. But it was, it was oh. Zangoose and Lunatone, which were oh, yeah. two, a, a, a weird pair to be impossible to get in, in, in Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> but no, one of the other things I really like, and something I'd like to refer back from Gen Three, is with the under with the online capabilities of the game. There was, if you were wireless in a room with a friend, you could go underground, 
And this was one of the places where you could dig up fossils. So this made fossils really accessible for the first time in the series. So right, and they added the go couple, back I think they added a couple fossils in Gen 4, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And they were okay. Rampardos and Shieldon? Well, the, I mean, Shieldon's the, the baby one. but Really, the, the fossils have never been that impressive in the in Pokemon games. Um, the, oh, I, I think the Gen, the Gen 6 fossils are cool. I don't know, I've got and the, them. And the original two up. are cool. Ariados is pretty, is okay. From The Gen 3 ones are... Yeah. I like the Gen Three ones. I like the fossils generally. Um, I, I like I like the was... I like the dinosaur Gen Six fossils, and I, but I don't love the other ones. <laughs> but yeah, these ones um, you could underground as well. You could have another secret base, so you know there's that as well. That's a lot of like face just perks up like secret bases. Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon interior design version. Oh no! What do you think of um? What do you think of this Pokemon Elite Four? Yeah. What do you think of Cynthia in this Elite Four? Oh, Cynthia's cool. I mean, I like I Cynthia a lot. The, the Elite Four, I remember being quite difficult, especially. Damn. Is it Agatha? The no, that's the, the ghost one, isn't it? But it's the old woman. The, the, ground, the, ground, damn, the ground lady? The damn hippo. Yeah. Mm. That hippo is the bane of my life. And she I don't, also I has don't a remember cash. her name, but. Uh, no, I remember her, but I don't remember her name, because this is the Elite Four I've probably fought the most since I did so much leveling in. in uh, in Diamond and Pearl. It's got a really varied set, hasn't it? So it was... Am I, is it Fire, Electric, Ground, and No. Dark? Ele ele electric is the last... Is the last... Uh, whatchamacallit? The last gym. So it's... It's Bug... Oh, it's, it's, bug it's, gr it's Bug, Ground, Fire... Then I think Psychic? Yes, yeah. it is Psychic because it's the Cynthia. purple head guy. Yeah. 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 And, and, I, and I, but I remember the, the original team I used to beat them was... Uh, Torterra, Staraptor, and Metacham, and I just used those three to beat the entire game. <laughs> That's good. Because I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I had Metacham with like Ice Punch, Fire Punch, and Electric Punch just for coverage. <laughs> Cynthia was hard because she was yeah. the first gym leader for a while that used didn't use a specific type. So Stephen used Steel, and he, uh, Lance had, used Dragon. He, no, Stephen had Steel, Ground, and Rock. Okay. Were, I mean, they were, but, like, yeah. But yeah, he was—he was like physical, solid, tough guy. Walls, yeah. So, yeah. Cynthia uses no single, like one type, and one of her 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 um, Garchomp is a little sold. Yeah, she like, is a she that. is a Garchomp and a Lucario that both will f you up if you're not prepared for them. And a Milotic, right? The yeah. one that always used to bite me in the ass was Spiritomb, who is the first oh. Pokemon, and this has been negated now. But it was the only Pokemon for a while that had no weakness. No weakness. It was Dark Ghost, I believe. So it basically oh, wow. covered. It mm. covered everything. This was not rectified until Fairy type was brought in. So we had a whole two gens of having Spiritomb. Luckily, it wasn't a great Pokemon. It was kind of eh, but I just got to it and was like, it's like a foggy wall. I can't do it. <laughs> It's an initial roadblock for your Elite Four fight, for sure. Mm. Yeah, it, was a, it was a pretty challenging Elite Four, but I mean, my Pokemon strategy in every game, at least at, le at least since playing them as a teen, is to only have a team of three or four and and beat the game with those, so I don't have to spread the levels out too much. Oh, but it, I know. It, it served me very well in in Gen Four, I remember, because I I mean I remember the three I used the whole game, which is weird, but. <laughs> No, I'm real anal. I have to have six by that point. I have yeah, I, I'll, I'll, have th I'll have three or four, yeah. and then two usually just for HMs. I mean, it's usually 
like now it's a lot easier to do but back then back then you had to give pokemon an xp share so you know Mm -hmm. old days but yeah i i don't have a lot of fondness for gen 4 i spent a lot of time with it and there are some really good perks to it it's actually the first pokemon game as well where you can add pokemon to your decks just by looking at them because you have to complete the pokedex and so they have um you don't have to complete it by catching them all but you have to see them all so the statue of the other legendary will fill in the pokedex entry for that legend story so if you had diamond it was palkia if you had pearl it was dialga and then you wouldn't get the other one until you actually fought it but um it had some cool ideas but i think it was the one where i just sort of fell a bit flat on the series and yeah i just don't remember it as fondly as some of the other ones which is a shame so surprisingly move, move from uh, just just wanted to move move along a little bit um uh, the series would stay on the DS um, for its next gen, even though the 3DS had been announced at that time. Um, and we got uh, Pokemon Black and White, uh, Generation 5. Mm-hmm. And, um, I actually like Gen 5 a lot, surprisingly. Um, looking back on it, I never beat it. I got halfway through Black I, that I borrowed from a friend. From a friend. But um, looking back just on that that rotation of Pokemon on Unova as a setting... They, the, the gimmick of black and white was that they they made a whole new set of 151. Right. And and some of them are dud, are absolute duds. Like <laughs> Gobbledor. Like, like Conkledur and Woobat. Conkledur and Woobat are ridiculous. But you, I think I but by and large I think we got some really cool Pokemon out of there. I, I actually really like the starters for that gen. I hate Embor, but the other two are fine. I think I think Embor looks cool, but he's not as effective or fun in terms of move set as the other ones. I I like Superior quite a bit, and uh, but I agree. Yeah. I think the the new Pokemon in Gen Five were really impressive. I um, I mean, okay, first of all, let's get it out there. Solosis is a Gen Five Pokemon. Yes, <laughs> Solosis. Yes. and uh, and being named Solosi, I was I was very interested in that, and it, and the Solosis I caught ended up turning into a super awesome Rayuniclus. And I and this is another one where I, uh, I specifically remember the Pokemon I used to beat the game because I liked them so much. It was a, yeah. it was Superior Rayuniclus, uh, Mianshao, and uh, oh shoot, um, the 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 mole, the, with the the the, the steel mole. Oh, Drillba. Uh, yeah, the evolution uh, of Excadrill, yeah, I, like th- those mm-hmm. four, and then later I got a Hydreigon, with, like, but that was post game. That I, 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 yeah, and I. I, I Cool. I, um, I I think there's a bunch of really really cool Pokemon added in Gen Five. It's a it's a good set of starters. A bunch of new ones I like that are interesting twists on different ones. Like like Rayuniclus is a slow fat psychic Pokemon that is mm-hmm. immune to uh, indirect damage. With, with all you can do all kinds of weird shenanigans with the uh, like strategy wise and, and team building wise in Gen Five. And mm-hmm. and it's separated into two different sort of chapters, the black white and then black two white two. And I think weirdly, those two games have different strengths because black white I think has maybe the uh the best villain in the entire game, in the entire best series. Story. Best story. It, it's a really good story and it, it it takes the uh the angle of like Pokemon hyper environmentalists, but not not in the a Ruby Sapphire way. Like a a, a man, a, a, what's his name? It's, it's M, right? N. 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 Right. Darn. Natural Harmonia Gropius. Yes, he he believes that Pokemon should not be slaves. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like it's like Pokemon, uh, uh, po- like people for the ethical treatment Pokemon of Pokemon. Pita. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. really but um <laughs> and then um and then but i mean of course i mean it does kind of gets you know it gets a little sidetracked and it, eventually team plasma has ulterior motives but and remains an interesting character and he's, i think he's i think he's the best pokemon villain full stop he's awesome yeah he's he's definitely my super favorite yeah the only they, one that I think compares is the is the rival from the very first game. They have yeah. Unova in general is just it's based on New York. That's kind of that's always a, that's a cool little setting. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. have I think the legendaries that gen uh, uh, Reshiram, Zekrom, and Kiram are really cool. Kiram yeah. calls Pokemon 9/11. Right this is can't <laughs> look it up. And, and also, <laughs> also, isn't isn't that the generation that introduced the uh, the three musketeers? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's four. Well, no, it's four because it's, I mean, just like uh, the three musketeers, there's there's three of them, and then there's an upstart one that uh, that that yeah. joins the team. So like, uh, yeah, the, that little oh. water that the water the water unicorn dude is like the D'Artagnan of of, of Gen Five. Yeah, Keldea. Keldea, cool. yeah, that's him. Awesome. I I, yeah. I love the the Pokemon designs in that one, and um, and I mean, Black White has a great story, and Black Two and White Two don't doesn't have a really good story but it has mm. maybe my favorite gyms and my favorite yeah. elite four of any pokemon generation because they they up they upgrade and improve and each gym layout in black two and white two for some really interesting gym ideas like one is a fat is a fashion runway that you with, mm, with people posing two. down and one that has a uh, the water gym is just really an interesting kind of maze setup yeah, so and they then, changed. Oh, sorry, they changed two of the gyms between the generations, right. don't mm-hmm. they? So, they do. yeah, they do, and change leaders a couple of them as well, and change champion as well. So, the, I think jump- the elite the elite four is super cool in black two and white two. With you can choose you can choose the order, and they're all weaknesses yeah. and strengths of, against each other, except yeah, for the champion who right. has a bunch of dragons. Huh. Yeah, only in black white black two and white two because he's been more balanced in the original um oh right yeah it's, it's the old it's the old crazy bug dude in the original right yeah oh yeah, yeah he has mostly bugs but they're fairly balanced like gen 5 is the generation that everyone's like oh bugs terrible and it's like middle fingers up to like everyone who hates bug pokemon <laughs> yeah because <laughs> volcarion is amazing mm-hmm. as is um scolipede i oh my god scolipede is one of my favorite pokemon ever um like you were saying, Gen 5 is, I think, is the only gen where I remember my specific team that I had for the Elite Four. Mm-hmm. And they're so special. So I think I had, I had Superior, um, I had Vanillux, obviously, because it's an ice cream. Um, <laughs> I love Vanillux, and I love it when people get mad. I, I think it's just so silly. Mad. It's so <laughs> silly that I'm not even mad. I just think it's hilarious. It's great. So I had Vanillax, I had um I had Hydreigon because that brand right. I had a he's so dumb. He looks so dumb. But he's, he's so, so cute. Cool. But <laughs> Axew, Axew is the cutest baby dragon ever. Yeah. Like a little and, wobbly and he, hand. And he turns into a Haxorus who's a real mofo. He is a mofo indeed. I, did, I, didn't I, did, have... I had I did have a Haxorus. My uh, but uh, go ahead and tell what's the rest of your team? Um so I also had what's the I don't think I had the bird. This is the only generation where I didn't have the bird. Oh, I had Chandelure. Chandelure goes down as one of the best ghost Pokemon. <laughs> a Chandelier before. fire ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and and they, I... they also yeah. added Chandelure in uh, in Pokken, which was an interesting yeah. choice. I was I, that Crazy choice. Maybe the most unexpected Pokken fighter is Chandelure. Yeah, Chandelure is great. I also had a Crocodile, as I mentioned earlier, because I uh. love... I love crocodiles. And I believe my last Pokemon was... Da, 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 da. 
what were we just talking about before? Um, Scolopede. Scolopede, mm, right. yeah. So I had a fairly balanced team that kind of wiped like, the Elite Four. It was probably the easiest Elite Four for a while. It's not the easiest yeah. overall. That, that goes to the next generation, I would say. I, thought, I remember thinking the champion was pretty strong, but the Elite Four, I mean, especially since you could choose which order to fight them, they were a little mm. bit easy for an Elite Four. Because they, yeah. and also instead of ramping up in levels and difficulty, they were all around the same level. Which, yeah, like high which, 50s. Yeah, yeah. Which, which made them feel easy. I and mean, I mentioned most of my team earlier, but my team for, uh, I, I think, I think for black one, white one, it was Superior, Excadrill, Mian Shao, uh, Rayuniclus and uh, and Haxorus, and then for Black Two, White Two, I just sent my whole team over, and I just used the starter <laughs> un- until I could until I could use my original team without uh, without them <laughs> disobeying, and then I added yeah. the Hi- I added the Hydreigon later for the post game in Black Two, White Two, which we have yeah. to bring up because the post game in Black Two, White Two is my favorite post game in Pokemon history. It's pretty much. It's well, because I mean you have the uh, it, it does a lot of stuff that a lot of the older games did with you know like a, a battle frontier or battle island kind of, with lots of special challenges but they also have the Pokemon World Tournament that lets you oh, fight yes. that lets you fight every gym leader and every main char- and uh, and every champion from every previous Pokemon game in a series of of, uh, of single elimination tournaments and I love the PWT I played that I, I played those so much. I do like that. That is really good. I I think I didn't do much of it, though, because, like you said, Black 1 and White 1 have really good stories. By the time I got to end of Black 1, Black 2 and White 2, I really, liked. I don't know, I got bored. I I didn't like Black 2 and White 2 as much as everybody else seems to. And well, well, I mean, 5 gets yeah, I, I a bit of a I alluded to this earlier, but I think that Black 1, White 1 has one of the best Pokemon stories, and Black 2, White 2 has some of the best Pokemon gyms and Pokemon endgame and postgame. So, like, they have different strengths and weaknesses, but I think Mm. because uh, it's it's one of my favorite generations, because the new Pokemon are so good, and because of the strengths of those, of the, the different games in Black in the fifth generation. I was, I I did not put as many hours into Gen 5 as I did uh, Gen 3 or 4. With speaking about my leaf green file in uh, in Gen three, <laughs> but I I think I like it more than both of those generations. I just like the way that Gen one pulls the rug under your feet from under your feet because you know you're so used to doing the Pokemon formula, so you get to the Elite Four. Oh no, I have to pick what order I do them in, and the mm. first time you do it, you don't fight the champion. You don't fight the champion the first time you beat Black one and White one. Yeah. You you have to fight N and guess this. Which is like mind blowing for even I think black to white too. I was yeah I was sixteen when black and white came out, so I was kind of like wow that's really cool. But um, I think I agree. I think Pokemon Generation Five gets a bad rep and doesn't deserve to because I'm, it's I'm not sure one why it has a bad rep. Gen- I'm not sure why it has a bad rep. I mean, maybe because it's either. I think I think it's a combination of the um, the sheer amount of new Pokemon they introduced, and because it kind of became a meme to like, oh, let's hate on uh, let's hate on Vanillites, let's hate on Garbodor. But there's uh, a Kung Fu Weasel in it. I love the Kung Fu Weasel. And I think I think a lot of the good designs in Black and White got drowned out in the sea of the ones people were making fun of. 
But yeah, but the people who are still sticking sticking with it and playing the games, even on older hardware, like these were some of the best Pokemon games to come out. Yeah, I would agree. Well, uh, as a foot as a footnote, I wanted to say I forgot to mention that in the Gen three discussion uh, that um they introduced double battles. And oh then, right! Uh, Whoa, shoot! We had triple because, battles in five. Because mm-hmm. because Gen five introduced them um, triple battles and rotation battles. So yeah, those um, those are crazy. I love them. I think they're quite a lot of fun, and they introduced some interesting new wrinkles to the Pokemon mechanics. Um, we don't need to spend too much time talking about them. I just wanted to bring that up. Because... An- another reason why the post game in Black Two White Two is so good because all of these crazy changes you can ex- you can explore. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, mo- moving moving on, um, I ca- I came back to the Pokemon series full stop with Gen Six. It was um X and Y that that did it for me. Um, and I think yeah. for a lot of people. Um, because um, the first fully 3D mainline entries on the 3DS system. Um, I think for a lot of people, this was the Pokemon game they've been waiting for. Um, it's not, and now, and I think Gen Six is not. It's not my favorite Gen um, by a long shot. I think it has a lot of Pokemon. There's a lot of the new. It has a smaller roster of new Pokemon, um, less than half of what a Gen Five introduced. But I think you have some really strong entrants. We got uh, stuff like Tyrantrum, uh, Greninja. Uh, I like I like I like both of the fossil dinosaurs. Tyrantrum and the uh, was it Ori Aurorus Aurorus yeah. But I think both of those are cool fossils. Mm-hmm. And and the starters are very are very cool and cute in this in this generation. Yeah, yes. we got we got some great some great um we got uh, uh, um some long overdue balance tweaks with the additions of fairy the addition of fairy type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we got mega evolutions, which is just a whole nother wrinkle um, to get to where you get <laughs> Pokemon that yeah. basically are super Saiyan and get these cool transformations, and they're super unbalanced. And um, I, I think they're a lot of fun. Um, a waste of time. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I, I, I mean, I, I like the idea of mega evolutions sort of as super moves, but it's so it's such a yeah. weird balance thing. And uh, yeah. but, but some of them are cool. Like I mean, Kangaskhan and Low Punny take. Pokemon that I think are kind of dumb and make them awesome. <laughs> well, it's, and it's something they sort of addressed in Gen 7 with Z-moves, how they made it a one-use super move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, they didn't get rid of Megas entirely. They are in the post-game. Yeah. Mega Revolutions didn't really appeal to me. I don't use them ever. I don't really like any of the designs at all. Well, I love I... Mega Charizard X, man. Mega Charizard X is cool, but they've re- some of them, and this is maybe where I'm going to come across as like, oh, old Pokemon fan. Um, they ruin a few of my favorites. So like, I hate Mega Gengar. I hate Mega Gyarados. I I just Mega Gyarados looks strange. He, um, yeah, the, the, I, like like his head is too big for the rest of his body. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mega yeah. Swamp Mega Swampert just gets super buff. Um. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just... I like the idea, and I think, like you said, Gen 7 addresses that issue with one use super moves. I didn't really use those either. I didn't, I didn't even feel... Know. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm looking at a list of um of Gen 7 Pokemon. I didn't even know Altaria had a Mega Evolution until now. <laughs> and I'm, looking, yeah. I'm looking at the picture, and it doesn't look any different from base Altaria. No, uh, it's just fluffier. Str- it's just fluffier. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Literally it. But, but no, Gen 6, 
Gen 6 is another gen that I put a hell of a lot of time into. It was the first generation that negated the need to equip the XP share. So you just turned it on. So that was a really nice thing. So I could just kind of go in all guns blazing with mm-hmm. a full party of six consistently. I had yeah. some really cool Pokemon in that generation as well. So I had, um, I think my favorites were, I had liked, uh, well, who's the Gudra? Gudra, the trippy dragon. Gudra. Gudra is super cute. I, I um, like Gudra too. Uh, that that was that was one of the uh, um, ones I add. I I used a lot. I really like Sylveon, the new Eevee evolution. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, Talonflame is probably my favorite early bird, other than Staraptor. Yeah, Talonflame is really really cool. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of the. Um, Sylveon, she's definitely my least favorite. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of fairy type, but I remember it took me ages to figure out fairy type as a strength to dragon because I was like, why? Yeah. And then somebody was like, in fairy stories, dragons always get killed, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I get it now. But it was an addition to God of War, which was really cool, but. As far as Pokemon go, I don't really like many of them in I, that I, type. Yeah, I mean, there, there aren't a lot of new Pokemon, and, I, and there's maybe six or seven that I really like, and I think the starters are good in in the sixth generation. But um, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you on this one for a sec. Mm-hmm. I like the starter designs. I like all the starter designs. Chespin is like my favorite Pokemon, one of my favorite starter Pokemon ever, mm-hmm. and its final evolution is terrible. Yeah, it, I was oh. not impressed with Chess. I, I like the idea of grass fighting, especially since I think Breloom is a really great Pokemon. But Chestnut yeah. is not as cool as uh, as the Psychic Fox or uh, Greninja. I forget the Psychic Fox. Fantastic. Delphox yeah. is amazing. That's a Delphox. I Delphox was my go-to choice because Psychic is one of my favorite types, and I love fighting. Delphox, fighting is one of my favorite. Is of my favorite well. fighting is one of my favorite types. Like fighting and ground are probably my two favorite Pokemon types. But uh, yeah. but yeah, the, like Chestnut, I was not impressed by. But I, no, I have I... to say, I love I love Aegislash because like a Ghost Sword. Oh, is, is a, is a yeah, great is a great concept. Age of Slash is special, and uh, and I love Halucha being a wrestling fan and having like yeah. a, a wrestling luchador hawk is just excellent. Fighting, he is adorable as well. <laughs> so He's I'm, like a yeah. little angry tiny man. I'm just like oh, I want Halucha and Talonflame. This is a good year for uh, for flying Pokemon because I used Halucha and Talonflame through to the end. Yeah, I had Age of Slash. I can't remember most of my other team. I'm I don't think I mentioned this actually. I play Pokemon very specifically, so <laughs> I won't pick any Pokemon outside of that generation to be in my team. So if I'm playing Gen six, I will stick to exclusively new Gen six Pokemon. I, I really, usually do so. that too because I, I I want to learn about the new Pokemon yeah. before I play new ones. Yeah, definitely. Mm. At least the um, first run. Age of Slash was cool, and I had Aurorus as well, and my starter of choice was Delphox, because uh, Shaman Fox, you know. But um, I can't remember the rest of my team. I'm struggling. I had, and... a, I had, a, I had a Chespin, a Talonflame, a Halucha, oh, I had a, a, a Sylveon, and I think... Uh, but the Sylveon came very late. And I, I, yeah. I think that's about it. Oh, I did have an Age of Slash, but he, he fell behind in levels to Talonflame and Halucha, who were, the, um... who were my co-MVPs that year. <laughs> I mean, Gen 6 did include hottest Pokemon, Professor. Really? You know? Sycamore! Gen 6, sorry. Sycamore is amazing. Hmm, let me, I'm, I'm gonna go and, and look up ranking hotness oh my God. of Pokemon. 
Professor. Professor. Okay, okay. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, no. Polygon has an article from last year. And the so thing you should be looking. The thing you should be looking up, Mike, is the amount of erotic fan art. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing horrible. that. But they do. They do have uh, Sycamore ranked number one overall. Uh, he's a. He's a. He, he's a handsome man. It's true. Absolutely, the best. And he's he's like your dad. He just follows you around everywhere and makes dad jokes and tries to speak French. Like, so I'm a little I'm a little surprised Kikui hasn't uh, hasn't topped him for us. Uh, I I I would have guessed, I would have said Kukui is the highest uh, is the hottest Pokemon professor. But I mean, what do oh, I know? Oh, now ah, oh, see now you have thrown a spanner in the works because <laughs> I completely forgot. Um. I think Gen 6 had a really solid set of Pokemon, though. I don't really remember disliking anything in particular. Maybe, oh, maybe that Digger Bunny. Does anyone remember Diggersby? Oh, yeah, Diggersby was kind of bad. I, I, I honestly don't like XY very, as very much as a Pokemon generation. I played it very late. I played it last year. But uh, yeah. it was... I just think that the arc of it, it was a little too easy and too boring. I, I didn't like the selection of gyms or uh, or um, or Elite Four. And it, yeah. it, 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 and it, it, and it's like it didn't have enough when I was when uh, enough for me that was new and exciting, other than 3D and a few of the and uh, and Mega Evolutions, I guess. While the uh, yeah. while I thought that the story and end game and uh, and gym leaders and everything in Black White was like excellent. XY yeah. felt like it was a step down in Pokemon traditionalism, but a giant step forward in like uh, in mechanics and the and visuals and and other things. So it's not one of my favorite generations. Yeah, it ranks. Yeah, well, we'll go into rankings eventually, I think. But um, <laughs> I would say it's probably around the middle for me. I had a really great time with it at the time, and looking over some of the Pokemon, I think it might have a. Re it's got a really nice, solid Pokemon set. But um, story-wise, I remember coming off of it having played Black um, about a year ago, and it was just a couple of years before that, and I was just like, oh, I'm really disappointed. Like there is a nine thousand year old man chasing his flower. So <laughs> you know, that is the story. But um. Yeah, I mean, Gen Six did some really good things for the Pokemon series, like really, really good. I think I think that story turned took a, went surprisingly dark when it's talking about like a Pokemon war and like the guy yeah. gets, gets a tiny little box back. Yeah, that was the weird. War, and I'm just like, oh no. Oh really? Hmm. But I yeah, I like I like it, but I think again, like Gen Three, it's kind of not sat as well with me. Mm. over time it's probably more middle than it is gen 3 but yeah well last but not least or maybe least we haven't ranked them yet uh is the most recent generation of pokemon sun and moon generation 7 um mm. yeah i don't i don't think we need to spend as much time on this one since they're relatively recent and probably fresh in people's memories i i haven't beat i haven't beaten any of them but i uh, i borrowed mm. i borrowed um my a friend's copy that uh, he was he was planning on re he has he had both, and his main file was on Sun, so he lent me Moon, which he was planning on resetting anyway. It's like, hey, yeah, just uh, play uh, play through this and then give it back to me. And I ended up not playing through all of it, but I was <laughs> so impressed with how different it feels. I, yeah. I think I, my overall impressions of Sun and Moon just total. I mean, it's just, I think it's a rock solid game. I think it makes a ton of just um, quality of life uh, fixes that just improved the series so much that it's hard to go back to even um, X and Y after playing it mechanically. Yeah. Uh, 
I like the new Pokemon by and large. I like the starters. I like the fact that the legendaries this time actually have an evolutionary line. Get in the bag, Nebby. I, I do. Bag. I do like the um, the Alolan versions of classic Pokemon. That, that I like that too. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I, I like that more than the Mega Evolution system in XY. I think it carries on my tradition. This is my joke tradition with my friends: is that I'm going to have a team of inanimate object Pokemon. So <laughs> I've got the keys from Gen Six. I've got the ice cream from Gem, or even a beach one. So I've got the ice cream from Gem Five, and I have the almighty Sandy Ghost. I have Sandy Ghost. The oh, sand- the, I God, the terrifying seeing. Sandcastle Ghost. I love it. I literally <laughs> fell over myself with Palisand. I was like, Ghosty Sandcastle? Really? I just love really dumb, silly Pokemon, oh. but it's creepy. So you know how like creepypastas and stuff exist uh, but mm-hmm. this like the description for palisand is creepy it basically eats children it swallows children into the sand they, they actually turned a ghost pokemon into a horror story and it's great they did but um gen 7 i blasted my way through it i was on vacation at the time so i took it with me um it's got a really solid set of um pokemon again and going back to your wrestling theme i mean the little cat Litten in Cinnamon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got your uh, uh, all of... I, I yeah. think I think the starters are really cool in Sun Moon. I uh, I of course played with uh with Rowlet because I always pick the grass starter. Always. Yeah. Which maybe maybe you noticed that in this over the course of this show, maybe you didn't. <laughs> but I uh I think all three of them are look really cool in Sun Moon and I sort of loved the how uh the internet reaction to um oh shoot the seal was it called uh uh oh um but i can't remember now poplio yeah yeah poplio was was so polarizing people either thought it was the dumbest one ever or people adored it and there was and we i mean i mean we even threw shade at between our between rpg fan staff about the about the different starters in sun moon when that was uh when that was you know you know active on twitter last year and and it was a lot of fun but even though i've I'm, i've always been team rowlet but yeah like grass ghost owl and crazy crazy cool beautiful fairy seal <laughs> and, and uh and wrestling dark wrestling heel dark fire tiger ah that's that, that's yeah. that's great that is cool concept wise and visually and the initial three starters are cute as hell it's I, I haven't played enough of Sun Moon to get a feel for what all the designs look like, but the ones that I know, I am very impressed by. I, I like a lot of what Sun Moon has going for it. Yeah, it really, it feels like a new, it's an entirely new take on Pokemon, like no gyms, you know, islands, everything. I don't want to spend too long on it, but um, yeah, I really, again, I really, really like Gen 7. I've come off of it a little bit. I've come off of the high, and I don't really... I don't know. It's another gen that I didn't put. I used to put like a hundred hours into every Pokemon game, and gen the end of Gen six to Gen seven, I've just sat around fifty and not gone back because post games aren't too particular. Like Fair. I don't. Yeah, I, I just. I um. I, I would. I mean, from what I've played, I would rank it near the middle of my overall ranking. But if I really liked the end game and the Elite Four segments, I would probably it it might crack into the top three or four. If that stuff is awesome, but I, I don't know since I've only played like the first half of Sun Moon. Yeah. Well, so now, now that we've gone over um, each of the Pokemon generations, um, uh, I guess now it's time for us to just go through and talk about our, our favorite and our least favorite. Um, you've probably gotten some hints of these uh, if you've been listening to our discussion, but um, 
I guess, um, Alana, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I suppose. I think I've probably suggested this through the podcast. Um, I'll start with my least favourite. Gen 4 is definitely my least favourite. It just... While it's added some cool things and done some really nice mechanic things, it's got the least impressive Pokemon roster to me. It's got the least impressive story, least impressive setting. Cynthia's it's the just... least impressive least impressive master? No, so definitely not. So she is definitely one of the best champions, but overall Gen 4 is very forgettable oh, for me. Okay. I don't really take anything away from it at all, apart from Cynthia... Luxray, there's a penguin starter that's, eh. but um, I yeah, I think a lot of it tends to be based on Pokemon preference and amount of time that I've spent with it. And Gen Four is one of the ones I spent maybe seventy eight hours on. The starter roster is my least favorite. The overall generation po- of Pokemon is my least favorite. There's yeah, it's just a bit forgettable. Um, but in contrast, and probably what won't surprise anybody is Gen Two is my favorite. Um, Gen 2 is the first one I really dug my teeth into it's the first one that I remember I remember the entire journey I remember the excitement and especially with Hog so Gen 4, ironically Gen 4 might be my least favourite in terms of the main games but if you factor in Heart Gold and Soul Silver into that mix then oh boy does that skyrocket that generation up I'm only basing this on the main games because Heart Gold and Soul Silver take everything that's good about Gen 2 and stick everything that's good about every other generation and make it so much better. Gold and oh, Silver have always been my favourites, probably always will. Probably my favourite, it's my favourite set of starters. It's got some really solid Pokemon designs. The post-game is absolutely amazing. It's really great. It's not even, it's not the easiest Pokemon game, but it's it's nostalgia, a lot of it. Very much so. I, you're you're going to laugh, but um, my picks are the same as yours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a generational thing. It's like... genera- gen- it, I guess so. Um, yeah, Gen Gen 2 is my favorite generation as well, um, uh, for a lot of the reasons you just described. I think, as, as I said during the discussion, I think it's one of the best balances of um, a Pokemon sequel, an RPG sequel, where there's just the right number of balance tweaks and additions... Um, I think it was still the series was still riding that wave of where Gen Two I think is not is almost as iconic as the first generation in terms of its place in the Pokemon series, and um, and yeah the games uh, Gold Silver Crystal are great Heart Gold and Soul Silver are the best remakes the amount of content you can ha- you have just being able to visit uh, Kanto again it's just it's so good and 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 I don't think. Gen 4 is bad by any stretch of the imagination. I just am the least impressed with it. It's just, I, there's just too many, too many of weird secondary and third evolutions added that I just, I find to be really uninspired. I have a lot of positive nostalgia for Gen 4. I, I ranked it near the middle in my, in my personal rankings that we'll, that we'll tab up later. But I, I can't disagree with, the, with most of those criticisms. Yeah, it's it's just a personal thing. Like it's it's the least of a good thing. Um, but did, um, we have, did we have the same phase at the same age? Because I think there's only a year between the two of us. So. Yeah, you're you're about the same age, and um, I mean you we might have yeah. Uh, your your rankings aren't exactly the same, but they're um my they're 
more similar than they are to mine. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Mike? What have you got? Um, well, my least favorite... Well, no, I'll go with favorite first. My favorite is maybe surprisingly Gen 5. I... Ooh, I really like um, uh, Gen Two is my second favorite, so I'm not that far away from you guys. But uh, I really like all of the strengths and weaknesses of Black One, White One versus Black Two, White Two. And I think it has some of the best gym leaders and uh, and champion and sort of, and uh, the 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 main story of Black One and White One. I think is the best story arc of any one Pokemon game. And I just love the new Pokemon in that generation. There's so many that became my favorites, mostly like the mostly like the like the six starters, the, my, the six that were on my team that I mentioned earlier, and uh, and the starters are good too. I, there's so much I like about Black One, White One. I was a little bit surprised when I was trying to mentally tab this up that I ultimately decided to say five instead of two because they're both great, but I really, really like Gen 5 of Pokemon. It makes This, this conversation makes me want to go back to my Black 2, White 2 file. Yeah. And, my, and my least favorite is... Uh, it, it was a little bit of a tough call, but I'm going to say Gen 3, just because I think it... Like, the, the story is the most nonsense to me, and the new Pokemon are, I were not among my favorites in Gen 3. But, and part of it's nostalgia, because that was a generation I passed by a little... I didn't play until much later, but I—I I mean, since I played Leaf Green, Emerald, and Diamond in the same window, and just Emerald seemed like it was lacking so much compared to the other two, it just seemed very unimpressive to me. And I—I—I I, I don't love Gen Three very much. That's fair. Yeah, that—that's totally fair. Now, uh, during the break that we had a short time ago, we—we—we uh, we, we had individual individual rankings that I compiled into a final ranking. So, do you want me to um, recite that for the for the fans now? Yeah, let's let's do it. Um, here here presents the uh, the official RPG mm -hmm. fan designated Pokemon Generation list. Yes, and uh, wait, let me check something. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not exactly the same as any of our lists, but. Uh, I'm sure that the listeners have figured out at least some of these by now. Okay, so in seventh place we have Gen Four Diamond and Pearl. Sorry, guys, I tried. Uh, in, uh, in the arms of Palkia. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry, you had to. Just like a Yanmega. Okay, anyway, um. So for and in sixth place we have Generation Three, uh, Ruby Sapphire. Um, you, you, I had it ranked last, and both of you had it ranked near the middle. And and for Diamond and Pearl, you both had that ranked last, and I had it near the middle. <laughs> oh. Uh, in fifth, you, Steven. In fifth place we have Gen Six X and Y. Oh, whoa! The only the That's only one that, that the only one that never had a third version, right? Am I missing my? Yes. Am I, am I, nope, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. They did not make it. I thought, I thought that was a little, a little strange. I thought we were going to get an X1, an X2, Y2, or a Z, but never happened. They made a Z for the anime, but not ah, for, okay. the, for the, not for the Ooh. game. And in fourth place, we have Sun Moon Gen Seven, which all of us had in the middle-ish. Uh, and and also, um, truthfully, in XY, all of us also had those in the middle, but Sun Moon had slightly better uh, rankings from us. Yeah, and interesting. In in third place, we have Gen One, the original. Uh, we uh, uh, Alana very defiantly ranked it second to last, but but, but Peter and I like uh, like uh, Gen One a little better than she does, I guess. 
In second place, we have Gen 5, which is my favorite and the, and the second yeah. favorite of both Peter and Alana. The surpri- I'm so glad. The surprise high finisher here. I, I thought I was going to be all alone in ranking Black White highly, but I was wrong. I thought I, thought I was going to be alone in ranking Gen 5 highly. I'm so glad. It finished so second amazing. overall. I'm so glad it's second, because I think that's fair. I think, oh, I'm happy. I can lead this podcast happy. <laughs> and the winner, which you probably figured out already, because two of us picked it as their number one, is Generation 2. I ranked it second. Peter and Alana ranked it first. It's super good. There's so much content. The The designs are so good. We, we all love Generation 2, Gold, Silver, and Crystal. We do. Heart and soul. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, sorry if your fa- if your fa- if your favorite got bumped down lower, and feel free to yell at us um, on the boards or via email because we love like not... you even when you're mad at us. <laughs> I'm not sad for putting Gen Two second to last. <laughs> Gen I'm not... Gen One, you mean? Gen One, sorry. Yeah. Damn it, my combative stance so, failed. So Gen, Gen Oneers, um, you know you know where to find us. Um, ah. We, we accept your hate with open arms. I was really not sure whether to put XY or Ruby Sapphire uh, three or six at last, and I ended up doing three last. But that, that was the toughest for, call for me. For for real though, like I said when I was when I was talking about my my bottom pick, uh, it's with is Pokemon when when you're talking about Pokemon, it's really the least of a good thing. I, uh-huh. I think each generation of Pokemon has their own come with their own strengths, and at the end of the day, they're all great great fun rpgs that appeal to a wide variety of people and that's something we to be happy about yeah i mean but, pokemon's great even though even though i don't uh I, I don't play h1 when it comes out whenever i want to play pokemon i know there will be one for me there and it's uh and i always have a good time I, even though i ranked xy pretty low i played it last year and really liked it don't forget the Switch one that's coming out soon. As soon as we get Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which I'm cautiously more optimistic for than the internet seems to be. <laughs> um, I'd prefer an Ultraman game over an Ultra Moon game. You would. <laughs> of, course, of course I would. <laughs> but I think that will about do it for this episode of Retro Encounter. Um uh, as always, uh, feel free to write us retro at rpgfan.com. Um, we, we, we are always pleased to hear from you guys. Uh, you can find me um, at I Have Fury on Twitter. I'm at I Have Fury on the boards. Uh, where can they find you guys? So I am at Alana Higgs on Twitter. I'm also Diving Falcons on the boards. So please fight me with your Voltorbs and I'll fight you with my Vanillux. That's a matchup I'd want to see. Yeah, that, that's neutral Pokemon-type damage, so there's no obvious winner at the beginning. But I think Vanillix can learn Earthquake, so bye. Ooh. Oh, well, they might try to just explode in your face with an explosion of hot takes. Yeah, explosion of hot take. My hot take is that Gen 5 is good. That's our hot take. That is yeah, the we, we share that hot take, and I'm a little surprised pleasantly by that. And uh, oh, and I guess listeners, if you want to find me, um, I'm Monsoon on the boards and at the Real Monsoon on Twitter. Come at me with your Pokemon hot takes. Excadrill's the best. Me and Shao's also the best. Gen Five's the best. And stay tuned, listeners. Um, we have a whole bevy of Retro Encounter episodes coming up for you, um, including a series on Grim Fandango. Uh, you can look forward to that. Woo! Yeah, I had to bash out my Spanish Mexican. 
you match out your Spanish Mexican and send all that love, to, all that vicarious love to Tim Schaefer, who is a very gracious man when um, uh, we randomly pass him by on escalators. That, that's true. Yeah, he was he was very nice to us when we uh, when we said hi to him at E three passing by on escalators. He looks oh. very he looks very confused, but he was very but he was very gracious. Oh, these people! <laughs> he was a good oh. sport. He's a nice guy. Trainers, this we this battle has come to an end. Uh, stay tuned to future retro encounter episodes. We're signing off now. I fainted, and Alana took half my money. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what else to answer. <laughs>